Yo, 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 we in there, we in there, let's go, my Tommy, it's the streets is talking, that's what I'm talking about, what we gonna get into today, what's about to happen tomorrow, you already know what it is, go, my Tommy, the motherfucking building, streets is talking, let's get into it, yeah, alright, so, <clears throat> today's episode is dedicated to your boy, your boy, boy, Uncle Phil, aka, James Avery, you know what I'm talking about, born November 27th, 1945, um, he passed away December 31st of 2013, you may know him as most of us know him from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Uncle Phil, you know what I mean, iconic, one of the most iconic figures um, in family sitcom history, you know what I'm saying, definitely Top 10 TV dads of all time. Definitely top 10. You know what I'm saying? Uh, definitely, you know, he was born in Suffolk, Virginia, raised in Atlantic City, New Jersey. You know what I'm talking about? Um, started his career in writing um, when he moved over to San Diego. He's been in a bunch of different things, um, including the A-Team, talking about the real Ghostbusters. I'm talking about. I mean, what else? I'm talking about uh, American Experience, Aladdin. He definitely did that. Gargoyles, Spider Man. Uh, <clears throat> he was on the Jeremy Jamie Fox show. The Proud Family, um, NYPD Blue, that '70s show. That's so Raven, Grey's Anatomy. The Young and the Restless, My Wife and Kids, Soul Food. I'm talking about this was one of the motherfucking greatest. And this is dedicated to you, Mr. James Avery. You already know what I'm talking about. The streets is talking, go my time in the motherfucking building. You know what I'm So, I mean, I'm sure everybody has heard the news. I'm sure everybody was tuned in to motherfucking Twitter, Instagram, all that. This motherfucker, um, Lil Boosie, Boosie Badass, B-O-O-S-I-E-B-A-D-A-Z-Z, that's me. You already know. So, anyway, I'm sure everybody, he, he got all this type of backlash I'm talking about from goddamn... Wearing a Kappa sweatshirt, courtside at the, I think it was the Atlanta Hawks um, game, the NBA game, you know what I mean? 
So the fucking Kappas is getting mad at Boosie for wearing a motherfucking Kappa sweatshirt. Are you serious right now? You y'all like like are you really serious right now? You gonna be mad at somebody for wearing one of y'all motherfucking sweatshirts at a game? He lucky he free promoted y'all bitch asses. I don't give a fuck about no goddamn uh oh goddamn what them shits called fraternities sororities. You can still get your sorority and fraternity ass slapped the fuck up too. Where they, where, where them shimmy shimmy sham sham shimmy and motherfuckers gonna be then? Mad at him because he wearing a motherfucking sweatshirt. He probably the most famous motherfucker that wore y'all motherfucking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck is going on? Getting all this motherfucking Twitter motherfucking backlash and shit. Shut up. He don't got to be no motherfucker. I wear whatever the fuck I want to goddamn wear. I wish somebody would say some bullshit. Talking about you can't wear no cap or motherfucking sweatshirt. But you know what I'm saying? A lot of people was reacting to this bullshit. Oh, it's, oh, it's against traditions. Hi, one, how you gonna tell another human being what they can and can't motherfucking wear? I don't give a fuck what you think you a part of. You can't tell nobody not to wear nothing. If you ain't a part of the FBI, but you wear a shirt that say FBI... You can definitely walk around and do it. The FBI ain't going to be mad at you. They know you ain't really a part of the motherfucking FBI. You just like wearing the goddamn shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, how the fuck you going to tell somebody what they can and cannot wear? What they can and cannot listen to? What dances they can and cannot do? If I want to shimmy all up and down the motherfucking grocery aisle, that's what the fuck I'm going to do. I'ma just uh, hit him with the shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already took. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, a couple of people on Twitter had something to say about this. Some good, you know. Mostly, I mean, I just picked the good shit. I ain't about to pick that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So let's get into it. So at underscore calipogen, and that's another thing. Y'all motherfuckers need to really stop with this goddamn these these. IG and Twitter names that can't nobody motherfucking pronounce. Don't you know that's stupid? You can't pronounce this shit. So I'm sorry, whoever this is, I'm trying to shout you out, but I can't pronounce your goddamn stupid ass name. So, at underscore Cali. Oh, Cali Egyptian, I think is what she's saying. Because, yeah. Okay, whatever. Cali Egyptian. In all honesty, and I quote, this is what she said. In all honesty, the capital should have made Boosie honorary member by now. The way y'all be shimmying all over yourselves to wipe me down, end quote. Okay, I agree with that. Uh, Cali Egyptian, you know what I'm saying? They definitely be strolling their ass to, and I'm on, wipe me, and I'm on, uh, uh, I pull up in the cl They definitely be shimmying it all to that shit in the party. So I definitely agree. That motherfucker should be an honorary motherfucking member right now. He probably will be. So that was a good motherfucking prediction by you. All right. Next, you know what I'm saying, was from at Wise Takes, a.k.a. the Mandalorian. I like that. The Mandalorian, you know, Mandalorian. Okay, you get it. Anyway, this is what he said. Boosie wearing Kappa colors without having to get paddled. Or a finger in his ass. Got them boys feeling some type of way. That's true. That's true. I threw on them motherfucking Kappa colors. And ain't have to go through none of that bullshit y'all went through. 
Fuck it. Uh-huh. I, I fucks with that. I agree with that. Okay, at the Mandahorian. All right, Malachi. This is another one from at the boy Mala. You know what I mean? And I quote, the real issue is cappers are mad that the same sweater they got humiliated, beat, and broken down to Boosie Cop for $20. I agree. Look, that's the same as what the mother other motherfucker said. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And somebody re, uh, replied to his shit. And I, I, I'm sorry, I don't know who this is. But they said, nigga, this world, this the real world. Nobody's scared of y'all college gang, in parentheses. Act dumb if you want to. That's true. Ain't nobody scared of y'all college ass motherfuckers. We ain't. You know what I mean? That, that's, that's just what I'm talking about. All right. Last one. And this is really don't got shit to do with it. But Nala Michelle at sincerely underscore Nala. If Boosie had his own show, I watch that shit for show. That's one of the realest shits I done heard. Cause yes, if Boosie had his own motherfucking like a like a talk show or a, um like a reality show or something along those lines. You gonna tell me that I'm not gonna be tuned? I'm gonna be tuned in to that motherfucker, yo. Tuned in to that motherfucker. You know what I mean? So that's what it is, and that's what it's gonna be. Hopefully, it's what it should be. You already know what it is. Go my time in the motherfucking building. Yeah. Get into it. Let's get into it. Streets is talking. It's your boy Gomar Tommy in the motherfucking building. Let's get into it. All right. <clears throat> Here we go. Here we go. Here's some of these little news. A little bit. I just got a couple things to say. A couple issues to get out. You know what I mean? Bang. Let's do it. So the new 2020 calendar that celebrates black women, the trailblazers of, of black history. Just came out the new 2020 calendars. Go get them. Let's let's talk about this a little bit. Let's get into it. The Crown Academy, a nonprofit organization and mentorship academy for girls of color in urban communities, has released the first edition of their 2020 Black Goals G O A L S Girls Overachieving and Leading Society calendar. This unique calendar highlights the contributions of over 200 black female trailblazers from the past and present, featuring monthly inspirational quotes, significant dates, and 12 riveting reenactments of historical black women dramatically portrayed by TCA members. This is what I'm talking about right here. This is some good shit. You need to, you need to motherfucking go fuck with this. That's what y'all need to do. Go get them calendars. This is brought to you by blacknews.com. Let's get into it. We are excited about the release of the inaugural Black 
G-O-A-L-S, goals, calendar, and hope that it inspires girls and young women to be motivated like Michelle Obama, courageous like Coretta Scott King, or revolutionary like Ruby Bridges, 365 days a year. And this is from T.L. Chisholm, founder of the Crown Academy. This is in Portsmouth, Virginia, by the way. Shout out to that. That's what I'm talking about, 757 in the building. As important... We hope this calendar will serve as a historical reference for our young girls unfamiliar with the accomplishments of such powerful female pioneers. The calendar will be accompanied by an inspirational t-shirt that will be released each month to celebrate the contributions of the 12 featured um, female trailblazers. Customers will have the option to subscribe to the Black Goals Getter Box. That will ship out a t-shirt and a gift relevant to the women feature for the month. That's what's up. Whatever a getter box is, they're going to ship you out a box with a t-shirt in it that's relevant to the women that's in the um, calendar, which is cool. TCA will kick off their national tour with an official signing and launch party for the calendar at Roger Brown's in Old Town, Portsmouth on Monday, December 6th. On when, when they? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, they, they, they definitely had a signing um, December 16th, and the colleges was definitely purchased up at that jank. You know what I mean? The 2020 Black Ghost calendar is on sale for $19.95. Y'all got $20 to go support that. And available for purchase at www.thecrownedacademy.com. The proceeds will support the TCA's programs and services as well as the Girls Up Foundation, which provides refugee girls in Uganda uniforms and textbooks to enable them to go to school. So this is what I'm talking about. This is some good stuff y'all need to get into. Go ahead to www.thecrownedacademy.com. Go get your 2020 Black Woman Female Pioneer Trailblazer calendar. You know what I mean? Get your t-shirt. Do what you need to do. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm talking about. That's some good stuff. Let's get into some more stuff. Let's get into it. Ten-year-old grief advocate and author helps adults to care for grieving children. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Author, children's grief advocate, and fourth grader Bryce Fields gives voice to grieving children with his new book, What the Kid wants adults to know about grief a guidebook for adults who are caring for little hurting hearts let's get into it how adults can better connect with and help grieving kids is a question that has plagued many parents teachers and other adults many other books have attempted to answer this important question but what has been glaringly absent from the dialogue is a child's perspective until now What This Kid Wants Adults to Know About Grief contains candid insights and an array of talking points to open up a dialogue between adults and kids so that the care and healing process can be more collaborative. One in 29 children have been bereaved by the loss of a parent or sibling, and this one-of-a-kind book gives insight directly from the heart of one of those children. When Bryce approached me to help grieving children over a year ago, I had no idea it would turn into this says Bradley Vincent, which is Bryce's grandfather, affectionately known as Papa. We adults have to realize if they're old enough to love, they're old enough to grieve, and they have a voice that needs to be heard when it comes to 
helping them heal. Vincent has been working with the grieving community through seminars and training on grief and bereavement topics since the late 2016 and after his granddaughter and Bryce's sister Alana died tragically at the age of four. I was doing weekly Facebook lives about healing in a healthy way and Bryce said to me one day, why isn't somebody doing that for kids? So we did a series of videos during Children's Grief Awareness Month and it grew from there, Vincent said. Bryce and his pawpaw pres present together, giving insight on how to care for little hurting hearts to both the grieving community and those that served them. Alana helped other people before I did and her passing away fueled my desire to help people. You know what I mean? Grandpa nourishes it and keeps it going. I want to help people like my grandpa does, says Fields. So this, you can definitely go find this, um, the book, and a little bit more about the young King author at www.thiskidsgrief.com. Thiskidsgrief.com. That's where you need to go to. That's what you need to fuck with. Shout out to your boy, uh, the author of What This Kid Wants Adults to Know About Grief by your boy, Bryce feels give it up to him he's doing his thing definitely definitely doing his thing and i want to shout out to him you already know what it is let's get into it that's what i'm talking about that's what we're gonna fucking get into all right next topic next topic next topic let's get it let's get it let's go All right, all right, all right. Let's go, let's go, let's get into it, let's get into it. The next topic, let's get into it. All right, all right, all right. I know a lot of people, you know what I mean, they used to work in a waitress or a waiter or, you know, something like that, some type of restaurant job. Everybody, almost everybody has had these type of jobs, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes you never know what day it's going to be. You know, you just get blessed with a little something, something. So let's get into it. Restaurant waitress was blessed with 12, a 12 by a 12. Let me say it again. A 12. One more time. A $1,200 tip from happy customers. That's crazy. That's crazy. Let's get into it. This was in Georgia, by the way. J Janet Baller, a 53-year-old mother of two who works as a restaurant waitress in Georgia, says she was recently blessed by a group of 12 generous customers who left her a 12 hundred dollar tip for her good service thankful for thankful for the blessing she decided to also pay it forward valor has been working at cracker barrel in dublin georgia for over a decade now earlier this week she went to work thinking it was just an ordinary day until lunchtime where she was assigned to a table of 12 who had planned to change her life I connected with them immediately, Ballard told Today Food. I'm a people person. I started with greeting them and finding out what needs they have, if they have allergies or whether they're vegan. Everything that they can possibly need or want, 
I try to hone in on those things when I'm taking that individual order. At the end of their meal, the group handed her a greeting card. She thought it was just a simple greeting card, but she was surprised when she unfolded it and saw it was filled with cash. Counting the money, I got so choked up by the time I got to 400. They wanted me to count out loud. By the time I got to 400, I was like, oh my goodness, this is really happening, Ballard said. I got so emotional, and I don't really like to cry with a camera in my face, but I didn't even care at this point, she continued. I had 12 total, total strangers saying, hey, we care enough about you because of how you made us feel while we were dining, and we want to be a blessing to you and your family. James Dill, one member of the group that gifted Ballard with cash, said that he and his friends each contributed $100 because they felt it was the right thing to do. He wrote on Facebook, what a wonderful day with friends as we celebrate our first annual $100 breakfast. We all gave our waitress, Janet, a $1,200 tip. Ballard was thankful for her answered prayer as she was able to pay her taxes and also make her car payment early to improve her credit score. Moreover, Ballard was also inspired to give back to others. After work, she ate at a seafood lunch wherein she also blessed her server with a large chip. She then treated herself to a pedicure when she also gave a large tip to the manicures even before her appointment started. Because of the gift of love and caring and sharing, I'm able to not only better be a better Janet, but I am able to be an example for people this time of year who don't have hope. And I quote, that's what's up, man. I like to hear things like that. I love stories like that. You know what I mean? Shout out to the people who tipped Miss uh, Janet Ballard. With this good money, shout out to Janet Ballard, you know, for being who she was in order to deserve that. You know what I mean? Not a lot of people deserve that, but she definitely did. Shouts out to Miss Janet Ballard. Keep doing your thing out there. Keep grinding, you know what I mean? And that's what we need to do. This is brought to you by BlackNews.com, you know what I mean? Let's get into it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Now this, now this right here, this topic right here, you know what I'm talking about. This topic right here is going. I'm talking about. I don't know what to do with this one. I don't even know what to do with this one right here. You know what I'm saying? This gonna cause a lot of motherfucking controversial shit. You know what I'm saying? People gonna be mad as a bitch, and I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Cause we gonna get into this motherfucking bullshit. We gonna get into it. We gonna get out of it. We gonna do what we need to do. The streets is talking. Go my time in the motherfucking building. Let's get. It. Let's get into it. All right, all right, here we go. <clears throat> Top 10 90s cartoons. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Nah, hold on, hold on. This is some breaking news, though. This is some breaking motherfucking news. So I'm going to have to motherfucking, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to break this news, you know what I mean, the right way. Hey. Listen, listen. Uh. Uh, 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 uh. All right, all right, here we go, you know what I mean? 
top 10 90s cartoons. We need to go ahead and get into it, you know what I mean? Let's go. Let's go. Let's get into it. All right. Now, I'm going to go from 1 to 10 on this one. I'm going to go down the list from 1 to 10. Now, these is the top 10 90s cartoons. And let me be clear, crystal clear. This, this is 90s cartoons, not 90s shows. So don't be mad when I don't put Keenan and Kale in there. Uh, 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 Cousin Skeeter in there. God damn it, uh, God damn, what else, what else, what else, like, 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 Fresh Prince, you know, stuff like that, you know what I'm saying, this is cartoon, so be, you know what I'm saying, do you, do you, do your Googles on this, here we go, number one, the Rugrats, yup, mm-hmm, I said it, the Rugrats is my number one 90s cartoon, definitely, you got to do that. You know what I'm saying? You definitely got to do that. This series premiered on August 11th of 1991, which means this was a true 90s motherfucking cartoon. I mean, come on now. The characters in it alone. I mean, you got your boy, your boy, boy, your boy, 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 your boy, Tommy Pickles. You know what I'm saying? Angelica. You got Chucky. You got uh, Phil and Lil. You got Susie Carmichael. You know what I'm saying? These kids was like, this is what, oh, Tom, don't forget Tommy Pickles, I forgot about that. The mom, the dad, uh, all the parents, all the parents of the kids was hilarious, you know what I mean? This joint was on Nick Toons, Nickelodeon, Nick Jr., you know what I'm saying? Definitely had the movie, um, the Rugrats movie was one of the biggest movies every kid had to see that. They had the VHS tape with the, um. The orange VHS tape, which was like crazy. You had things in there like like Reptar, Reptar bars. Who didn't want one of them Reptar bars? Um, I mean, the Rugrats was definitely had to be number one. It had to be. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. It really, 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 really had to be. Um, I mean, there were video games um, spinoffs of this. There were live performances. Of course, the merchandise. You could buy toys. You know what I mean? They even had the reboot with the uh, when they grew up to be teenagers, when they went to high school and stuff. You know what I'm saying? The, the preteen joint or whatever, the Rugrats. Them joints was crazy. They got something on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. You know what I mean? I mean, the ratings has been skyrocketed ever since 1991. You know what I mean? The, yeah, All Growed Up, that one was definitely um, the, 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 the rebrand, the reboot of it. Um, but yeah. So, number one, Rugrats. Number two, Jerome Roblier. Number two, I'm going to go ahead and go with, and people going to be mad at this. People going to be a little mad at this. You know what I mean? Number two, what's coming behind Rugrats? Because I think everybody could like um, pretty much agree that Rugrats had to be the number one cartoon Um of the 90s, definitely, you know what I mean? Definitely had to. So, I mean, we can just get into that, but. Coming in at number two. Hey, Arnold. Hey, motherfucking Arnold. Number two behind Rugrats. Top 90s cartoon, you know what I mean? Definitely, 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 hey, Arnold. 
You know what I mean? This premiered in October 7, 1996, all the way to June 8th, 2004. You know what I mean? Definitely. I mean, the characters in this, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, come on right now. Come on right now. I mean, you got Gerald. You got Hey Arnold. You got you got um Helga. You got Phil. Gertrude. I mean, you got every the 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 parents was funny. The the grandpa, the grandma, the Chinese dude. What is going on here? The Chinese dude that lived in the boarding house. Oh hey, Arnold. Can you tell your grandfather I don't have the rent? The little short dude, the little the short dude, like the real, real short construction dude. I mean, hey, Arnold was definitely, definitely one of those things. I mean, it had, what, five seasons to it? Um, you know, something like that. Uh, I think it was, what was it? It was, was it based in? Oh, yeah, it was based on Portland, Oregon, and Seattle um, as far as the drawings and stuff like that. Um, you know what I mean? I mean, everybody knows about Hey Arnold. That's why I'm putting that as number two. Number three. This is what I'm going to fuck with with number three. Doug. I'm telling you, Doug. You got to fucks with Doug. You know what I mean? Doug, Dougie, Doug, Dougie, Doug, Doug. And this premiered in, uh, let's see, 1991. So this is definitely a true 90s cartoon. You mean, I th it, it ended in 1999. You know what I mean? But the characters in this right here, um, obviously Doug, funny. You know what I mean? Mosquito, Skeeter, you know, Skeeter Valentine, as they say, Patty Mayonnaise, Patricia, you know what I mean, Roger Klotz, um, Pork Chop, you know what I mean, that was the uh, the, the the dog, BB uh, Bluff, Chalky, Connie, uh, Judy, um, Mr. Bud, I mean, this, Doug was one of them things, you know what I mean, and I didn't know that the creator was based um, based the series on his hometown in Richmond, Virginia. Shout out to Richmond VA. You know what I mean? But definitely, I'm going to go with Doug on that. You know what I mean? I'm going to definitely have to focus with Doug on that. All right. Number four. And and this, yo, and I don't even know if this counts as a 90s cartoon. But, yo, it might even be 2000s. Let me do my motherfucking homework real quick. Um, Oh, okay. So it started in '99. So I guess technically we can put it in there, and I'm gonna put it in there. And I don't give a fuck, you know what I mean? So this is what the fuck gonna happen, you know what I'm saying? Rocket Power, yes, Rocket Power. I definitely have at number four of '90s cartoons. Now this was probably a 2000s cartoons to a lot of people, but hey, I mean whatever. You got, I mean the characters in this. Auto Rocket, Reggie, Twister, a.k.a. Maurice, you know what I mean? Squid, Sammy Dum Dum Dillard, you know what I mean? Everybody wanted to skateboard after they seen this. Everybody wanted to put their skates on. Everybody wanted to snowboard. Everybody wanted to do all that shit. So, number four, I'm going with Rocket Power. Number five, I'm going with Dexter's Lab. Yup, 
Dexter's Laboratory. You know what I mean? I'm going to go with Dexter's Lab. I'm going to definitely fucks with that um, for 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 uh, number what? Number five. So, yeah, I'm going to do Dexter's Lab. You know what I mean? This was just one of the... It was a weirder uh, cartoon, but it was always on, so everybody had to watch it. So, I'm going to go with Dexter's Lab at number five. Number six, Sailor Moon. Yup, I said it. Sailor Moon was always on too. I mean, you had to watch it because I don't know what channel that shit was even on. But I'm telling you, that was one of them thing things um, from 91 to 97. Sailor Moon was really one of those ones, you know what I mean? Number seven, I'm going to go with Johnny Quest. Yup, Johnny Quest. Number seven, I'm going to mess with that. I'm going to mess with Johnny Quest. Cause you know what I mean. That was a really good one. I messed with that. Um, they had that boy Haji and that motherfucker. They, it was adventures all the time. Um, damn, hold on. This shit came out in like 1964. Well, shit, I watched it in the 90s, so I'm counting it as the 90s. Fuck it. So number eight, Recess. Every Saturday morning, Recess was on with that snitch ass dude. I forget his name, but that snitch ass motherfucking hall hall patrol student motherfucker. With the ugly ass face. Always snitching. What's his motherfucking name? Because I need to look this up. Hold on, hold on. I'm going to look that motherfucker's name up. Recess TV show. Because that motherfucker used to piss me off every goddamn episode. You know what I mean? It was, uh... You had TJ Detweiler, Vincent, Pierre, Ashley, Gretchen, Michael, um, Gus... What was the dude, Randall, um, Irwin King Bob? He might have been motherfucking, what's her name? He might have been, uh, I don't know. Anyway, oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vince, Spinelli, Mikey, TJ, Gresham, and Gus. And then you had that motherfucking snitch-ass motherfucker. I don't know his name, but anyway. Number eight, recess. Number nine, Kablam. And I got to go with Kablam. I don't know if that was... Yeah, that was a cartoon. I'm going to go with Kablam. That shit was the bomb. Kablam. And then number 10, I'm going to go with the Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man, the Spidey, 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 Spidey boy. Whatever Spider-Man was out in the 90s, that shit definitely has to be on the list. You know what I mean? So I'm going to definitely have to fucks with that. I will definitely have to fucks with that. You know what I mean? And a few honorable uh, mentions real quick. A few honorable motherfucking mentions. 34, 50. Honorable mentions. Uh, the Powerpuff Girls, Ren and Stimpy, Blues Clues, Wayne Head, and SpongeBob. I think SpongeBob was in 99, but that's like the top 2000s, I'm going to say. So that's what it is. That's what it is, and that's what it's going to be. Hopefully what it could be. Uh, Let's get it. You know what I'm talking about, so let's get into some more of that good shit.
All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're going to get into it. You already know what it is. The streets is talking. Let's go about time in the motherfucking building. You know what I mean? This is what we're going to get into right now. We're going to get into another list of a top 10. And this top 10 is going to be the top 10 toppings on a pizza. I'm talking about top 10. You know what I mean? These are the top 10 pizza toppings and it's been voted on you guys it's been voted on. i got this straight from the streets that's where i got it from the streets been talking they've been talking to me and they told me these is they 10 toppings that they love on a motherfucking pizza let's get into it number one i think we all know it. you know what i'm gonna start with number 10 i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this a little different you know what i mean you know what i mean holla at number 10 Anchovies, I'm a anchovies. That's what they was talking about. That's what, and, and I don't like them motherfuckers. Them shits just look like, oh, when somebody get them on their piece, I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be ready to, I'll be ready to upchuck right then and there. You know what I mean? But whatever. So, anchovies is definitely number ten. Number nine, you know what I mean? Jalapenos or jalapenos is a lot of people like to call them. People like them jalapenos. You know what I mean? They love that. So, so that's what the streets were talking about. And I was thrown off by some of these. I was like, like anchovies at number 10, jalapenos at number 9. I said, damn, it must not be a lot of toppings you could put on a pizza because both of them shits is disgusting. You know what I mean? I fuck with jalapenos, but not really on a pizza like that. You know what I like? Okay, anyway. Sausage at number 8. Yup, everybody likes some sausage, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't be eating that pork shit, but when I used two sausage, was good on a pizza. Number seven, beef. You know what I'm saying? Everybody like a little beef on their pizza, and I ain't mad at it. I fuck with some beef, you know what I mean? Sprinkle it up with some, some of this, some of that, some of that, some of that. You know what I mean? So put some beef on there. Number six, spinach. I like spinach on a pizza. It's motherfucking 2020. You need to be putting a little more vegetables with every meal. Incorporate that into into more of your meals. So, yes, I'm messing with that. You know what I mean? Spinach. Let's get into it. Number five. Extra cheese. And I said, hey, that ain't a topping. And niggas was like, that's a motherfucking topping. Extra cheese with it. You know what I mean? And I say, you know what? That is a motherfucking top, uh, topping. But instead of extra cheese, what I like, how I like my pizza, how I like my pizza, you know what I mean? I like mine with extra sauce because I hate a pizza that's not saucy. You got to get saucy with it. You know what I mean? Grind it up. You know what I'm talking about? I'm tired of it. Give me some sauce with mine. You know what I mean? That's what I want. That's what I want in my life. I want some sauce. You know what I mean? So that's what that is. You know what I mean? Some sauce. Keep it saucy. Keep it saucy. Keep it saucy. Keep it saucy. All right. Number four. Bacon. You know what I mean? Bacon is definitely number four. That's what people are talking about. They love bacon on their motherfucking pizza. Uh, then you know that's that pork shit. But when I used to eat pork, yeah, that bacon was that shit was good. That was more delicioso, delicioso. That shit was good. That shit was good. So I mess with that. I mess with that. Number three, pineapples. Yup, I said it. 
A lot of people thought that should be a little lower on the list. Nah, man. Nah, dog. I fuck with that pineapple on the pizza, man. I mess with that pizza, man. I like the pineapple on my pizza. I like that. I like that. Uh-uh. I like that. Pineapple on the pizza. Get with it or get lost. You know what I mean? Number two. We getting close, man. Number two. Chicken. Gots to put chicken on a pizza. Gots to put the chicken on. Chicken on anything look good. I mean, I put, like, what I do, what I like to do is I like to go to the grocery store, get some chicken breasts, you know, them fillets. Make sure, you know, the and, and make sure you get the ones that ain't with the antibiotics and all that bullshit and shit shot up into it. Bah, 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 all that shit in it. Don't get that. Get the shit that been raised right. They was eating right. You know, them chickens was eating right before they got killed. You need to get that. Anyway, so what I like to do is I like to go get me some chicken breast, boom, you know what I mean? Uh, 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 either boil it up, which you should do with your chicken, but, you know, I usually put it in the pan, you know what I mean? Now, I don't be frying. I just grill it, you know what I mean? Grill the chicken, boom, on the stove. Cut it up. You know, I pour me a bowl of, you know, like some, like some, like some Fruit Loops or something like that. And I just put the chicken in there. You know what I mean? Chicken go on anything. You know, I put the chicken in there. Boom, boom, little chicken pieces in my in my uh, cookie crisp. And, you know, in my cinnamon toast crunch. Boom, chicken and milk. Boom, mm, mm, eat it just like that. You know what I'm saying? So chicken. That's what I'm talking about. Chicken. Chicken, chicken, chicken. It goes on anything. Chicken, chicken, ball, chicken, ball. Anyway. And number one on the motherfucking list. Is pepperoni. You already know what it was. You knew what that shit was gonna be. You knew that pepperoni on a pizza, and that was the hardest. When I stopped eating pork, the hardest thing to let go was pepperoni on a pizza. I swear to you, pepperoni on a pizza is the hardest thing to give up for me personally. And I gave it up, man. I ain't had pepperoni pizza in about like 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 two years. But Lord, I be looking at a nice pepperoni pizza, man. I be like, I can I can just let me let me get some of that. You know what I mean? I be like, I be trying to bark at that motherfucker. Anyway, so that's it. Top ten pizza toppings. Number one. Pepperoni, number two, pineapple, number three, chicken, number four, bacon, number five, spinach, number six, cheese, number seven, beef, number eight, sausage, number nine, jalapeno, number ten, and chovies. You know what I mean? So that's how it is on that tip. You know what I'm talking about? Let's see what we talking about, though. I'm a visionary. I got niggas scared. Mmm. Bought a big patty with a brand new wrist set it. All right, here we go. Here we go. The streets are talking. Go my time in the motherfucking building. One more rundown. One more top ten. Cause the streets didn't want to let me leave. They were just like, let's do another top ten. I said, all right, let's do one. So let's let's do it. Go my time. The streets are talking. Let's get into it. 
All right. Now, if you was in school, you know what I mean? You had to get fresh, right? You know what I mean? Middle school, high school, you had to have that new shit. Man, I can't go to school looking busted and disgusted. I need some motherfucking shoes, you know what I mean? I need some shoes to make the moves, you know what I mean? I need some of them things. I need the Nike checks so I can get it back. I need everything. I need it. I need them Jordans because them whores is whoring. Let's get it. Top 10 shoe brands of the 2000s, not the 90s. Not the 2010s, not the 10s, the 2000s. Okay? Here we go. Number 10, coming in at number 10, top 10 2000 shoe brands, you know what I mean? That's what we gonna be talking about. Number 10, number 10. Ah, I forgot to do honorable mentions for the piece of toppings. Fuck, anyway. Top 10 2000 shoe brands. Number 10, Shaqs. Yup, them Shaqs. Them $19.99 uh, Payless Walmarts. Them Shaqs. Yeah, number 10. I seen some of y'all niggas in Shaqs. I seen it. I seen it. I ain't even gonna lie. My mom bought me a pair of Shaqs when I was in middle school. I could have motherfucking cried. I said, Ma, I can't, I can't go to school like this. I'm gonna get plizzade. I think I wore them shits twice just to say I wore them. I put, and luckily big jeans was in because I cuffed my jeans so, I, so you couldn't see that stupid ass Shaq dunk sign shit. I cuffed my jeans all the way over my shoes. You could, you probably couldn't even tell I had shoes on. I'm, that my jeans was so over my motherfucking shoes. Hell no, nah, ain't nobody gonna see that. I got no Shaqs on. Anyway. Number nine, Dada's. I seen a lot of y'all in them little Dada's. You remember? Them Dada's was them joints that uh uh when you step, the spinner just keeps spinning. That's when spinners was in. I'm riding spinners. I'm riding spinners. They rolling. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, them spinners, you know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. Um, them sh You step, every time you take a step, them shit just... Them just be spinning, them Dada's. Number eight, Skechers. I seen a lot of y'all niggas in Skechers and shit. Uh, I seen it. I seen y'all Skechers ass niggas. Them shit's as ugly as a bitch, but Skechers. Number seven, DCs. This one, them little, uh, the white boy swag came out. I had a pair of fire DCs. Shit, if I still had them shits, I'd wear them. Them shits was just straight crack cocaine. Them shits was fire. To this day, I will wear them motherfucking things, you know what I mean? So DC's was definitely it. DC's, DC's. I'm gonna see if I can find them shits again. Hmm. Anyway, DC's, DC's. Vans number six. Vans. You know what I mean? Wearing Vans, but they look like sneakers. Got my Vans on, but they look like sneakers. Got my Vans on. Everybody know about that. You know what I mean? Them Vans, baby. Vans, Vans, Vans. Everybody had some of them. I had the little slip-on joints, the joints you didn't have to, you didn't have to uh, uh, lace up. You know what I mean? Vans. I had that. Number five, Adidas. So in the two thousands, Adidas weren't really too big. Like we ain't wear a lot of Adidas. But I'm gonna just throw it up there because it's a big brand. I don't even re remember having a, a pair of Adidas. Probably later on in the 2000s, but definitely like in middle school, high school, I wasn't trying to wear no Adidas. 
like you was considered like old school if you had some shell tops on like some people did but whatever number four felines i've seen a lot of feline felines used to be fire they used to have them colors and the high top feline yeah felines was fire number three converse you know what i mean i i definitely had the chuck t's you know what i mean high top low top no top you know what i mean i definitely was rocking chuck t's all day long converse baby them chuck taylors all right that's at number three number two Mike Jordans, them Jordans. Everybody wanted them motherfucking Jordans. You already know the number one through the number 23. Everybody wanted the fresh pair. <laughs> what pissed me off about them Jordans, everybody came in with the same exact shoe after they stood in line for them shits the day before. I used to hate that. I stopped wearing Jordans in the eighth grade for personal reasons. Haven't wore a pair of Jordans since. One, them everybody had to that shit used to piss me the fuck off. Everybody and then the girls would love every motherfucker with the same parachute. I'm like, these niggas ain't even different. They just they got the same shit on, literally. Like the same shit. Like, come on now. That shit was so stupid to me. But whatever. You know what I mean? I ain't really I ain't really fuck with that. But I I really did not fuck with that. All right, number one, coming in, number one, coming in, number one. What y'all think it is? Of course, Nikes, them Air Force Ones, Fat Heads, G Fazos, whatever y'all call them. Them Air Force Ones, them Boogie Downs, you know what I mean? Them Forces, you know what I mean? Air Force Ones, Nike. Was definitely number one in the 2000s. Definitely, hands down, non-debatable, because that's what the streets said, and I don't debate with the streets. Number one was them Air Force Wheezies, you know what I mean? I even had the Air Force Ones with the, with the, uh, where you can see your sock through, the clear joints, yup, rocking them joints, sweaty feets, and everything. You can see the condensation in there, yup, had them. I had them things rocking, you know what I mean? Anyway. Air Force Ones, that's number one. So the top 10 2000s brands of shoes, Nike, Jordan, Converse, Fila, Adidas, Vans, DC, Skechers, Dada's, Shaqs. That's what we talk about. That's what we getting into. I'm definitely ain't lying. I'm just trying. The streets is talking. It's go my time in the motherfucking building. You already know what it is. All right, all right. The streets are talking about time. We're about to wrap this up in a little bit. You know what I mean? A little feasy. It's wheezy. me. Anyway, random, random shit right now. Random shit, man. Hey, niggas, women, we do not give a fuck how many friend requests that you got sitting in your motherfucking Facebook request. We don't care. We don't give one fuck, actually. I was look. I was scrolling through Facebook. And I seen that shit. And I'm just like, what is you talking about right now? Like, shut the fuck up. Oh, 
I got all. Why everybody sending me these requests? I don't even know them. That's the fucking point, dumbass. You ain't gonna know everybody that send you a fucking free request. That's the point. They trying to get to know you. You know what I mean? Let's stop acting fucking stupid right now. Fuck, we don't care how many messages you got, how many DMs you get, how many friend requests you motherfucking got. Who gives a fuck? That's a sign of low self-esteem that you have to literally make a post about how many friend requests you got. If you don't like them, delete them. Ignore them. If you like them, accept them. That's your personal business. We don't want to hear that shit. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, I'm going to end it with this shit. I'm going to end it with this. Procrastination is a thing that we all go through. And that's one of my hardest things to overcome. Man, I just be wanting to sit and chill. I'll be like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I don't get up and do that shit, man. Procrastination. You know what I mean? I'm trying to get better at this. But Dan Loke, D-A-N-L-O-K, man, he's a, a definitely a multimillionaire. He, this man, is he, he, got, he got some shit going on, I'm going to tell you. You know what I mean? Uh, you can go to his on YouTube, just type in, or on Google, type in D-A-N-L-O-K, Dan Loke. He did a about a 50-minute presentation on procrastination, and I, it was really good. I suggest you go look at that motherfucker. But anyway, he said there is a, there's about, what, like 10 to 8 types of procrastinists? 8 types of the people that procrastinate, and here they go. Number one, the perfectionist. So he was saying, like, you'd be like, man... I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start working out. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna start with with ten push-ups. You know, a day. I'm gonna start with that. I'm gonna start with ten push-ups a day, right? I'm, I just need to get going. You know what I mean? I need to start doing something. I haven't worked out in a couple of years, so I need to gradually get myself back to it, right? But the perfectionist would say, Ah, you know what, man? Nah, cause I don't know how to do the push-ups exactly right with the right form. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm, I, it, it ain't no point of doing it wrong So I'm just not gonna do it at all You know what I mean People definitely do do that all the time You know you know what I don't wanna mess it up It gotta be just 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 right So you know what I ain't gonna apply to that job This ain't exactly the right Nah that ain't the perfect job So I'm not gonna do it Or uh, I start reading books But uh, that's not the type of book I really like I'll start with another book when I find the one that fits no, fuck that. How about you just do it? Number two, the lazy bastard. And that speaks for itself. Uh, uh, nah, I'll do it tomorrow. I do. Uh, I'm just, uh, I can't do that right now. Like, I got so much other stuff going. Nah, I'm just, just making excuses just not to do it. Number three, the measurer. Damn, you know, 10 push-ups a day. Yeah, I did it for a couple of days, but... Man, look at this bodybuilder on TV. Look at this dude. He in shape. Look at this guy, this girl right here. They in shape. I ain't nowhere near that. You know what I'm saying? I can't get like that. There ain't no point in me to even try. You know, They've been working out all their life, and I'm just trying. Nah, you measuring other people's success. Oh, man, they, they blowing up with their stuff right there. They blowing up with their music. Man, I might as well not. I can't get there, man. I might as well not even do it. You measuring yourself to what other people's doing. Basically, in layman's terms, you're worried about another motherfucker, which you don't need to be. For number four, the futurist. I do it next week. I do it next month. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get right. Next year? Oh, next year, my year. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, nah, that ain't go right. Next week, man. Next week, I fuck with. Nah, nah, the day after. The day after tomorrow, yeah. That's the person who never going to get to shit because they just keep kicking the ball down the street. 
You know what I mean? Next, the idiot. You know what? I ain't gonna do them push ups. I don't even know how to do a push up. Um, you lay on the ground and you push up. Nah, you know what? I don't even know how to apply for a job. Um, you call the job and see if they're hiring. Oh man, you know what, man? I don't even know how to shoot a basketball. Pick it up and throw it at the rim. So the dumbass, basically the idiot that gives himself excuses. I don't really know how to really do that, so I ain't gonna do it. That's some bullshit. Just do it. Nike. Next, the dumb listener. Your friends talking ten push-ups a day. You can't do no ten push-ups a day. Now, that ain't going to get the job done. What you need to do is you need to go over to Planet Fitness and go get a membership, get with you a personal trainer. Ten push-ups a day? Nah, that ain't even worth it. What you need to do is you need to go to Whole Foods and get some food. You listen to dumbass motherfuckers who can't do ten push-ups a day. They got damn self. So they talk you out of do. Oh, yeah, you know what? This probably won't do nothing. Shit, man, fuck these ten push-ups. I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna just try to eat right. I'm gonna just try to eat right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. Thank you. Thank you for giving me that. The dumb listener. You know what you want to do. Just do it. Stop listening to everybody. You know what I mean? Most people, anyway, is gonna tell you that you can't do it because they don't have the guts and the heart to even try what you try. You know what I mean? Next, the hopper. All right, I'm gonna do 10 push ups a day. All right, I tried that out for three days. Okay. Uh, I'm feeling a little better, but I ain't getting the results I want. You know what I mean? So um, let, me, let me try um, 10 sit-ups a day. Oh, man, I ain't getting the results. Did that for about a week. All right, let me try. Let me try to do 10 pull-ups a day. Ah, uh, that ain't working. You just hopping from thing to thing. You ain't even finished the first thing. All right, man, let me let me try to write a book three pages in. Nah, this ain't this ain't for me. All right, uh, let me try to do. Let me try to make a song. Nah, this shit ain't for me. This shit ain't for me. Let me try to uh, uh, let me try to do do poetry. That ain't for me. Let me try to act. Nah, that ain't for me. You just hopping from thing to thing, and you ain't even get in the trenches with one thing. Let me try this. Let me do that. You just hopping around, not fucking trying one thing. And seeing if you really, you was probably really good at that. You was probably really good at poetry, but you stopped. You was probably really good at writing a book, but you stopped. You didn't even know. The first obstacle you came to, man, I can't think of nothing else, man. Fuck this. This ain't for me. And you just gave up. That's some bullshit. Next, last one, the shit maker. Which literally means you just making shit the fuck up. Like, all right. All right, first day, baby. First day. Let's do this 10 push-ups. Wake up. Let's get it. 10 push-ups a day, baby. You get down into them push-ups. Hmm. Oh, no. Uh-uh. I can't do these push-ups. My floor kind of dirty. Oh, nah. I got to clean the whole house before I do this motherfucking 10 push-ups. Then after you clean the house, I do it tomorrow. That took a long time. Some stuff came up. I had to do this and that. <sighs> I won't be able to get to that. I'll try tomorrow. Or you get down there, you know what I mean, you do your 10 push-ups. Ah, you know what? Ah, my arm kind of, back when I broke my arm 20 years ago, I'm still, I don't think I can do these push-ups. I feel kind of tight. Nah, nah, that ain't going to work. Uh-uh, that ain't going to work. Oh, man, I'm about to, you about to, 
apply, you about to go in for this interview. You know what? This ain't even the type of job I even want. Uh-uh, I don't like that manager right there. Nah, you know what? This ain't the fit for me. Nah, this ain't this ain't me right here. You just make shit up. You just literally make shit up. You and we all have them friends. Oh yeah, hey yo, tonight let's go to the, you know what I mean? Let's go over here to the club. Boom boom, you know what I mean? You trying to go? All right, boom. This is what we're going to do. Pre-game at my house. Boom, we take the Uber from there and we good. You got that shit maker. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up, but uh Oh, you said you're pre-gaming at your house. Ah, mm, might not be able to make it, you know what I'm saying? You live on the east side, and I live on the southeast side. So, you know what I mean? I probably, then the club is on the east, east side. So, if I go to your house, we'll be 10 minutes from the club. But if I left from my house, I would be nine minutes from the club. So I don't think I'm about to make the pregame. Okay, no problem, you know what I mean? Just meet us at the club at, you know, eleven o'clock, and we good. Mm, meet you. Oh, uh, that would oh, that would mean I would have to get my own Uber to get there while y'all riding together. Mm, I don't like I ain't gonna be I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it. They're just people that make shit up. Like, man, shut the fuck up. You, you either going or not. You either going to do it or not. You either going to apply for that job or not. You either going to try to do this or not. You going to try to do this or not. Like, do it. Nike, just do it. You're wearing Nike all day. You don't never live by none of the shit that Nike be preaching. You know what I mean? But that's it. The streets is talking. It's gold mouth time. If you want to check out that video, Dan Loke. Um, how to stop procrastination is on YouTube. You know what I mean? So yeah, go ahead and do your thing. Go ahead and do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Um, definitely, definitely some good stuff on that, on that, uh, video for show show. So, um, that's all I got. We out of here. You know what I mean? The streets is talking. Yeah, I mean, it's motherfucking gold, Mount Tommy, in the motherfucking building. The streets have gave me some good topics. You know what I mean? Let us know what the fuck you want to me to talk about. You know what I mean? Playoff football. You know what I mean? All that. Let's get into it. The streets is talking Goldie. Uh-huh.